0: What's up guys, you are on the air and off the books with Bethany and Samantha, and today we're coming at you with some dark fairy tales, also known fairy as Grimm's Fairy Tales, by Jacob and Wilhelm, mm. Wilhelm, Wilhelm, <laughs> Wilhelm,
1: I think it's Wilhelm, Wilhelm Grimm, yes, which is very interesting, um, because they were actually two of eight children. I don't know why that's interesting. But it's a lot of kids. <laughs> and That's
0: the end of our podcast. See ya! Bye.
1: <laughs> you know all you need to know now. <laughs> Actually, um, Grimm's Fairy Tales is originally known as the Children's House, Childrens and Household Tales, which I feel like that's kind of. <laughs> Reading these, I don't know why... These
0: would not be children. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm horrified reading half the stuff I've read. And, like, we can't even share half of the stuff on here with you because it's so... No bueno. <laughs> no <laughs> it's boy. no bueno. It's like I'm telling you right now, you would be so appalled. <laughs> it's so offended. And that is not the job, <laughs> It's to offend you. It's... No. So if you want to read these, you better scope it out on your own. We do have this at the library, so... Yeah, get at that. So, anyway, it was first published on 20th of December, 1812. Whoa. Yeah, a long time ago.
0: Way back in the day.
1: Way back. The first edition contained 86 stories, and by the seventh edition in 1857, it had 210 unique fairy tales. I feel like some of these people just, like, just started making stuff up.
0: Yeah. Like, just adding
1: in a bunch of junk, like...
0: They're out, like, strolling in the park, and they see a bird, and they're like, oh. I've we'll got a that, good story about that. What we'll did that bird do? <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: like this bird is going to eat is that gonna, cookie and then yeah. everybody's going to die. <laughs> yeah.
0: The bird is, just brings poison <laughs> to all the food and yeah. drops it. poison. poison. And, that,
1: and that's what you get for overeating or something yeah. like that. It's just like, oh. That's what
0: you get for being a glutton. Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> it started off in Germany, I guess, which I guess we knew that. And I guess the German for Grimm's Fairy Tales is Kinder. Und Hausmarchen? March?
0: Kinder und Hausmarchen. Yes. Yeah, do you speak German? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Absolutely. No, but how we do have an employee here that does speak a little bit of German. Who? Uh, Justin Kingery. He speaks a uh, little German, I think. He does? Yeah. He
1: needs to come in here and say this.
0: Okay, let me just go get him. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, if you're listening to this, please tell us how to say this.
1: Yeah, kinder und... I'm pretty sure kinder... No, maybe. Probably don't know how to. It says Kinda kinder. Kinder. House. House. <laughs> house mock. I really wish I could have the. to. I can speak Spanish. I can't uh, speak the.
0: I can speak English. The guttural. It makes me very unique. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hair flip. Hair.
1: Okay, let's see. Alright, what was I going to say about this? So, we already know there were two of eight children, and um, their father died at 44 of pneumonia, which I is guess super if you sad. Have,
0: I guess if you have six siblings, you are probably, like, think of dark things all the time, you probably all ready well, to, like, like, kill your siblings all the time.
1: Well, I feel like you're too busy working constant. This is, like, literally in, like, 1700s. Beginning in the 1700s up to the 1800s, like they, what like those kind of times? When was the Black Death? Like when did that happen? Probably not.
0: <laughs> the Black Plague. Yeah. Um, like this is
1: times of like.
0: Don't ask me about history. These are dark times. Listen, a couple days ago I said that Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1942. So don't ask me about history.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, duly noted. Let me write that down. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. I guess they were really popular back then. And it says the brothers' initial intention of their first book, Children's and Household Tales, was to establish a name for themselves in the world. And boy, didn't they. Yeah. <laughs> Because some of these, I'm just like... They're famous now. Yeah, because some of them, like the, some of the ones that you're going to read, we know like the Disney versions or like the fluffy yeah. versions of these stories. But there are some Grimm's fairy tales that I've never even heard of that I'm just like, oh,
0: <laughs> okay, what did
1: I... I wonder, what did I just read? Like what happened? so yeah. we, I'll uh, give you some off-the-wall little snip, snippets here. Yes. And uh, we're going to start with... Uh, what, what are you going to start with?
0: Um... Well, it's actually called The Singing Springing Lark, which is also known as Beauty and the Beast.
1: The Singing Springing Lark?
0: Yes. What? So, this, I, when I read this, it's a lot different. I mean, it's similar, but it's a lot different from um, our version of Beauty and the
1: Beast. Because I feel like generally we think of Disney when we think of Beauty yes. and the Beast.
0: So, this story is about a man. So, he went on a long journey. And he asked his daughter what he wanted, what she wanted him to bring back for her, and she said a springing singing lark, which is a bird. And so he was like, "Okay, if I can find one, then I'll get it for you." So he goes. My
1: specific request.
0: Yeah. So he goes into the forest and comes across this castle, and he sees this tree, and at the top of the tree is this lark, and so. He tries to climb up and capture this bird, and all of a sudden, a lion jumps out.
1: A lion?
0: Yes. Out of the, where's he at? The woods? Yes, he's in the woods by this castle. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, this lion jumps out, out. and the man's like, oh, please don't kill me. Like, I didn't know that this was your bird. That's the first thing I'm going to do when I see a lion is reason with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, his curse was nothing can save you unless you will promise to give me what, give me that which first meets you upon your arrival home. (gasps) And so the man was like, well, I can't do that because my youngest and my most favorite daughter is the first one that always meets me when I get home. And the lion was like, well, who's to say that she will? You don't know that. And so he was like, bogus. He was like, fine, okay. So he gets home, and of course, his daughter. Is the first one to meet, and she dies, doesn't dad. she? Does no, does she die? I'm not telling. I'm not. I'm not telling you. So the dad <laughs> immediately starts crying. He's like, "I'm so sorry. I made this deal. I just wanted to get this lark for you." And she's like, "Dad, come on, don't worry. Hair <laughs> flip, Dad. Don't worry, it's Dad. Fine. Don't dad, worry, I'll go. It's fine.
1: It's Gucci, Dad." It's
0: so Gucci. this girl goes into the woods, finds this castle. And she goes in the middle of the night and she stumbles upon a prince. And turns out at night, the lion turns into a prince, and during the day, he is in his lion form. So like? they fall in love, it's they like get Sienna married backwards. Yes, they fall in love, they get married, they live happily ever after. Um, so s- she has two sisters, and one of her sisters is getting married, so she was like, Oh. I want to go to my sister's wedding. And so he was like, okay, I'll have my lions take you. So he sends... Lions? Yes, his crew. So he sends his lions with her. And she was like, (laughs) yay! And so she comes back. And then the second daughter is getting married. And she was like, I want to go, but I want you to come with me. And the lion was like, well, it's too dangerous. And... It's dangerous because if a ray from a burning light were to fall on him, he has to transform into a dove, and he would fly with doves for seven years. What? Random. Yes, so he, if this ray of light touches him when he is out, he transforms into a dove and flies with the doves for seven years. And so she was like, oh, please, like, I'll protect you. Like, just come with me. She doesn't. Nothing will happen. And so as they were there. A ray of light, no wider than a hair, touched the prince, and he immediately turns into a dove. And so he says, for seven years, I have to fly into the world, like, I can't be here with you, like, I can't stay, I have to fly. And so she, he flies away, and so she follows him, and every seven steps, a drop of red blood and a little white feather falls to show her the way of where he's going.
1: A drop of blood?
0: Yes. So, she follows him for all these years. so mad at her. (laughs) Yeah. She follows him for all these years, and she basically, from what I'm understanding, she's talking to the sun. And she says, you shine into every crack and over every peak. Have you not seen a little white dove flying? And the sun says no, but the sun gives her a little chest, and he says, he, she, says to open it if you are in need and so
1: what the heck she goes to happening? the moon
0: and she asks the moon have you seen the dove and she the moon says no but i'll give you an egg break it open if you are in great need so she thanks the moon and she goes into the wind and she asks the wind have you seen the little white dove flying and the wind says no but i will ask the three other ones and maybe they've seen it so, basically, the wind tells her that the dove has flown to the Red Sea, and the the dove has become a lion again, because it's been seven years. And the lion is fighting there with a the serpent, and the serpent is an enchanted princess. So, this princess has convinced the lion to fall in love with her, and they are married. What? From, from what I understand. No, uh
1: that's straight-up bogus. She yeah. swooped in. So...
0: She goes to the Red Sea. She goes to this castle the that they're living in. Um, the girl. Oh, the girl
1: that was married yes. to the prince originally. Okay. Yes. Okay,
0: sure. So the girl goes and she says, can I, basically, can I sleep with the prince? And. Well, that was a little. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little fast. Okay. Fine. And so the the princess was like, Sure. But doesn't tell her that she is going to drug the prince, so he never wakes up, and so this girl cannot remind the prince of what used to be twisted. And so she stays with him, and he doesn't wake up. She can't wake him up to remind him. And so she asks, she goes back and asks, "Can I stay with him again?" And the princess says yes. And so she goes to she goes to the guy to the um, prince, and she's like. The girl goes to the prince, not the princess. The girl goes to the prince, and she's like, "She's been drugging you," and he's like, "Okay, I'll pour, I'll pour it out, and I won't take it tonight." And so, she goes to him that night, and he remembers, and they fall in love, and they go off together. It, it ba- basically It happens, it,
1: and they live happily ever after forever and ever.
0: Yeah. What? Mm-hmm.
1: What's the moral of the story?
0: Yeah. Oh. Side note. <laughs> so, when they both left the castle, it says they both left the castle secretly in the night because they feared the princess's father, who was a sorcerer. Um, so, this griffin told her to, when when he carried them across the Red Sea, she had to drop a nut. He gave her a nut. What? So has, it's so random. There's, like, so many, like, different... It's got
1: to be some kind of symbolism.
0: Yeah. So this griffin gives her a nut, and she was like, and he was like, you have to drop it in the middle of the sea, because if you don't, I'll drop you into the middle of the ocean. So when she tells the prince to come with her, they travel on this griffin, and she drops the nut in the middle of the sea, and they live happily ever after until they die. Apparently they die.
1: After all that, they die? Yeah. So how could he go out the first time riding on lions with the first wedding, but the second time he turns into this dumb dove? I don't know. And this is Beauty and the Beast?
0: Yeah. Yep, Beauty
1: and the Beast. Wow, what a far cry. Yeah. <laughs> like, the
0: first the first half was like, okay, it kind of follows the storyline. Then it's just like, okay. Does no. it, though? Duh. Does it?
1: And you got, like, a crew of lions. Like, what is the beast anyway in Disney? She's
0: like... He's like a lion beast type thing.
1: I'm so confused. He's a beast. Uh, <laughs> he's he's like an he's, animal beast.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to think about that. Yeah. So, I found this one, and this one's not after anything I've ever heard in my entire life, and it's called The Mouse, the Bird, and the Sausage. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. It says, The mouse, the bird, and the sausage is a little tale about a mouse, bird, and sausage who all live together. To make their household a cohesive unit, they each have a specific role within the home. The bird collects wood for the fire. The mouse is in charge of collecting water, lighting the fire, and setting the table. And the sausage keeps everyone well fed. Which sounds really morbid to me, but whatever. One day, the bird decides that they should change roles since he does all the hard work. And it quickly backfires. The sausage goes out to collect the wood, but becomes a dog's snack. While the mouse tries to cook like the sausage by throwing her body into the pot to season everything. And she dies. And the bird, he falls into a well when collecting water and drowns. So they all die.
0: (laughs) I'm so confused.
1: The moral of the story is they were great in their original roles and should have been happy with that. And I just don't
0: know what to think about that. (laughs) I feel like that has a lot to do with, like... The fact that there was a sausage in this story. I'm just like,
1: okay. The picture of the mouse, the bird, and the sausage, the sausage is literally like a sausage with a face. He's, like, just a long, like, hot dog with a smiley face. Creepy. It's absolutely creepy. And why would you want to eat... Something somebody's thrown their whole body into, like, to season the meal. I'm just confused because, like, I feel like these are for children, and, like, they would tell these stories to their children to teach them lessons and stuff like that. Yeah. And the lesson in here must have been, like, like, roles in the home. Like, you know, we, like... As the mother, I do these specific set of things. And as the father, I do these specific set of things. And if we flip-flop those things, then it's just going to be a mess or something like that. So that kids wouldn't challenge the roles of, in their society or whatever. Right. Which I get that. But it's just like, why would you want to tell them that they all died? <laughs> like, yeah. how, what a gruesome death. So that's the first one. <laughs> Yay. And if you want something else to look up, just go look up Hans the Hedgehog. I'm not going to read that to you, oh but you can God. just go read that yourself. I just don't understand.
0: <laughs> so, I have this story as that we all know as Little Red Riding Hood. It's actually called Little Red Cap.
1: Little Red Cap.
0: Yes. So, basically, um, the story goes, like, how we know it. So, this girl's going to take some food and wine to her grandmother and walking through the woods she comes across a wolf the wolf isn't scary so she like carries on a conversation with this wolf and the wolf starts asking weird questions about her grandma like where do where does she live um how do i get there don't talk
1: to freaking strangers ladies and gentlemen hello story jeez
0: and so the girl kind of just like nonchalantly tells the wolf like how to get there so of course the wolf goes and knocks on the grandma's door she got the grandma says, Oh, I'm too sick to open it, just come in. And the wolf goes in and eats the grandma. Mm. So the wolf puts on the grandma's clothes, puts on her little nighty cap, and lays in the bed, the- lays in the bed, and waits for little red, little red cap, little red, red cap. cap. And so, of course, Little Red Cap comes in. She's like, Granny, good morning. You look awfully familiar. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, grandmother, what big ears you have. All the better to hear you with. Oh, grandmother, what big eyes you have. All the better to see you with. Oh, grandma, what big hands you have. All the better to grab you with. Oh, grandmother, what a horribly big mouth you have. All the better to eat you with. Oh, how naive. (laughs) Yeah, so the wolf eats Little
1: Red Cap. And, which, like, they both get eaten yeah
0: they both get eaten it's not over so uh, <laughs> a huntsman was passing by the house and he thought to himself oh man this old lady is snoring really loud and I better go look to see if somebody, something that's, is wrong that's exactly why he stopped by <laughs> right. so he steps into the house and he approaches the wolf and he's like I've been looking for you everywhere I've been hunting you for so long um, so he aims his rifle, and instead of shooting, he actually takes a pair of scissors and cuts open the wolf's belly. And oh. after he cuts open the wolf's belly, he pulls out Little Red Hood and her grandma, and they were just chilling in there, like waiting. To Playing canasta, camp, and they're like, "Oh, thanks for rescuing us." So, the grandma comes little out red cap alive, little red cap's alive, and... Did they get married
1: or something? No. No. Oh.
0: So, they get these big stones, and they put them back into the wolf's body, and when the wolf wakes up, he tries to run away.
1: He was asleep?
0: Yes. What? Yeah. So, when the wolf wakes up, he tries to run away, but the stones are so heavy that he immediately falls dead. Ew. Tell me how that works. Tell me how something eats something, and they're just chilling, and they're alive. Like maybe if you're a whale or something. Yeah, but I don't he, they know. just
1: opened him up, no anesthetic, no like no blood loss, nothing like that. Just spilled. Let's just put some rocks in here. Yeah. And then yeah. when he wakes up, he'll just die. Why not just put him out of his misery? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like that's the only thing wrong with that story. So, yeah. wow. So mine's called the Ungrateful Son. <laughs> mine has a cool. lot to do with all. Mine have to do with food almost. So The Ungrateful Son is a very short story. It's about a paragraph long, actually. It's about a greedy son who is about to sit down to a dinner of roasted chicken and sees his elderly father coming to the door. Not wanting to share his meal with his father, he hides the chicken. Once his father leaves, the son goes to retrieve his meal. And unfortunately for him, the son, the chicken has become a frog, latches onto his face, and never lets go. Maybe he should have shared his meal. So he has to live with a frog stuck to his face forever, because he's a greedy little jerk face. What
0: a jerk!
1: Yeah. Share your meals, kids. Yeah. Don't. Don't be, be mean greedy. to your elders. Don't be hateful, rude, and snobby. That's. Yeah. Right. Or there's gonna be a chicken that turns into a frog and bites your face off for all of eternity. Yes.
0: So I have. <laughs> a- <laughs> I have, I have so- Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> I'm not gonna get too into this one, These are but to tell you like what the differences are in this, because it's pretty, it's pretty much the same except for, of course, like Cinderella wants to go to the ball. <coughs> Excuse me. Whoa. Cinderella wants to go to the ball, <laughs> and of course her stepmom is like, "No, you have to clean up all this crap." Sorry. <laughs> and so she does, and she has this wishing tree that she had made next to her mother's grave out of this twig. So she has this wishing tree, and so she goes to this wishing tree, and she's like, make me a ball gown. That's not what she said, but pretty much. (laughs) So she goes to the ball. She meets the prince. The prince only wants to dance with her and refuses everybody else. And so she leaves, and then she comes back the next day to the ball again. And the prince is like, oh well, I don't I don't want her to get away without me knowing who she is. So he puts this like sticky stuff on the stairs. And so when she's going down the stairs, her she shoe He sabotaged her. Yeah, her shoe falls off. And her gold shoe, it's a gold shoe in this story. Oh. Her gold shoe gets stuck to the stairs. And so the prince goes around town um, trying to figure out whose foot fits the golden shoe. So she
1: doesn't have a fairy godmother?
0: No, she does not have a fairy godmother. It's just a wish gets fairy. Yes, it's a wishing tree. Huh. And so her two ugly stepsisters are like, oh, it's my foot that fits in the shoe, of course. And so the first girl, her her toe didn't even go in, so the stepmom was like, cut off your toe. And so the girl cuts off her toe, and her foot fits in the shoe. And so, like, on the way back to the castle, of course, she went with the prince, and the prince noticed that her foot was bleeding. So he's like, be gone, ye... You are not the one.
1: We gone yay.
0: (laughs) And so the other stepsister was like, oh, it's my foot, obviously. And she gets her foot in, but her heel doesn't go all the way in. So the stepmother was like, cut off your heel. So she cuts off part of her heel.
1: Oh, God. And
0: then, obviously, the prince sees blood again. And he said, no, don't you have any other daughters? And the stepmom was like, well, yeah, there's Cinderella. So Cinderella's foot ends up fitting in this golden shoe. Um, So they ride away together. Um, They have a wedding. The stepsisters, the ugly stepsisters, decide to go to the wedding because they want to share their fortune, of course, because they're greedy. And a bird ends up plucking out their eyes as they're walking down the aisle. Yeah. Oh. And they were punished with blindness as long as they lived. Choo-choo wow yeah so that's what you
1: get don't be a liar don't be (laughs) don't be lying
0: or don't be deceitful
1: wow so the last one that i'm going to read is the strange feast and it has literally this is the scariest one i feel like because it has nothing to do with anything and it's just the tale they told so the title the strange feast describes the story well as it is an odd little tale that may leave you scratching your head there are two sausages, one blood, a Wait, lot of questions. sausages. <laughs> what
0: is with you and all the I sausages? I don't know. <laughs>
1: these, these yeah. are all sausage stories. I'm sure there's more. I want. I should Google like how many Grimm's fairy tales are about sausages.
0: How many how sausages are in these? Fairy tales? Does
1: it take to tell a Grimm's fairy tale? Okay. Apparently, three today. So uh, <laughs> disclaimer. So, this says that there's one blood sausage and one liver sausage who are friends.
0: Okay.
1: Yay. That's the blood sausage invites the liver sausage over for dinner, but when the liver sausage arrives, she gets an uneasy feeling when she sees some disturbing sights. A broom and a shovel fighting and a monkey with an injury. She hears a voice telling, to leave, telling her to leave quickly, and so she goes. When she turns around, she sees the blood sausage with a sharp knife yelling, "If I had caught you, I would have had you." It is a very strange tale, indeed. Wow. Yeah, I don't, don't I don't know.
0: What I even? don't know anything.
1: Like I don't get it. Like
0: that's so random. It doesn't even like have an ending.
1: No, and it's why like, is there oh, a, an in, Why by... is there an injured monkey? Yeah. Like I don't There's know. So many questions here. Like. Let me, I don't know, this, (laughs) like the mouse, the bird, and the sausage, we just did that one. These are just, let me see here. It's just about her being almost murdered. Oh, this one says that the blood sausage was standing high in the attic window holding a long, gleaming knife. What? (laughs) Yes, that's what it (laughs) says. I'm so sorry. She says, while the the liver sausage was alone in the room, she heard a voice. Let me warn you, liver sausage. What? That
0: is so funny.
1: You're in a bloody murderous trap. You'd better get out quickly if you value your life. She ran out of the door and she didn't stop running until she hit the street. Oh my gosh, it's like a horror story.
0: Moral of the story, always run away from murders.
1: Yeah, a broom and a shovel fighting on the stairs and a monkey with a wound in his head and more.
0: The heck? Why does
1: the monkey have a wound in its head? Why is there a monkey? Like, I want to know what the symbolism is. Like, Do you, you know what i mean like symbolism? this one says how on earth did the folks at disney overlook this one <laughs> <laughs>
0: the <commentary>, good the <laughs> the most important question of the oh day oh my
1: gosh um
0: they did. It's yeah. it's now. now it's fine. It's
1: it's al- <laughs> <laughs> All the modifications that they had yeah. to make for that one. <laughs> so many.
0: Turns out Jasmine was liver sausage and Aladdin was Jasmine was sausage. liver sausage. Oh no. It's fine.
1: It's it just exactly, exactly the way it should have been. It ended up Yeah. But, wow, um, that's amazing.
0: If you guys have any favorite Grimm's fairy tales, please tell us, email us at offthebooks at k-h-c- <laughs> Exactly like that. I can't talk today, but you can email us at offthebooks at k-h-c-p-l dot com Oh dang, don't org, say. org, every time. Dot org. It's dot org, it's not
1: dot com because is, I'm a moron. This is
0: why people don't email <laughs> but uh so we hope them. that you guys enjoyed our creepy fairy tales and um Yeah, if you have any other ones that like she said, yeah, please email us. Please email me. And I'm we, lonely. We want to hear your creepy, crazy stories. So Yes. Yes. Um have an awesome evening and doopa doopa day. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. out of here.